0: good morning it is i think day 14 or maybe day 15 of quarantine for sandra myself and our family it's pretty wild to be basically home this entire time hopefully this podcast will provide a little bit of entertainment and some just uh getting out of your house through your earbuds here so uh enjoy today's episode i want to give a little heads up that there's some language stuff that pops up here we've all been cooped up for a bit so there's a you know, don't don't listen with the speakers on with the kids in the room. Although, honestly, they probably won't notice. It's only once or twice. But uh, just a heads up for that. And uh, I hope you enjoy. One other heads up is Float Helm. It's a great time to get in the queue to transfer over all your information. If you're a float center who's thinking about transitioning to Float Helm, which I implore you to investigate that, Um Now's a great time. Personally, I was really anxious about what was going to happen to our information, how things might impact our clients. Now, they are pros over there. Nothing went wrong. Everything was super smooth. But uh, what better time than now? There's some downtime. You can do all your research. They can potentially get this done during the downtime. Uh, It's just would really ease me during this time to do the transfer when you probably don't have a whole bunch of clients on your schedule if you're anything like us at the moment so yeah flowhelm.com is where you want to go best thing of all is you can just get a free tour they can walk you through everything and make sure it's a good fit for you guys again flowhelm.com all right, enjoy the show to another episode of Art of the Float, where float centers stay closed temporarily and hopefully reopen. My name is Dylan. I own the float shop in Portland, Oregon with my wife, Sandra, and uh, we've been closed for nine and a
1: half days now. This is Gloria Morris, owner of Float 60, and we have closed, we closed two of our locations nine days ago and two of our other locations eight days ago.
2: This is Drew from New Hampshire in New Hampshire Float, and I've been closed for seven days as of today.
3: And this is Kim Hannon from Sukino Float Center in Salt Cave in southern Indiana, and we've also been closed right at nine days.
0: All right, cool. So we, we all closed fairly early, I, I would say, like before a lot of the shelter-in-place stuff went out, right? Um, yes. Which uh, for us only happened a couple days ago. Um, And it seems like our governor was actually kind of pressured into it by by our mayor, which is really interesting. Um, How about you guys? Are you guys in shelter in place right now? Today is is day
3: one. Yeah, today's day one for us for the state. But our county um, went in Monday night um, with very little notice, like a couple of hours notice. So, okay.
1: Yeah, Chicago's been, Illinois has been shelter in place since, uh, I believe, four days ago, five days oh, ago. Interesting. And, um, yeah, we were one of the, I think we were the second, maybe the third. And then, uh, as far as Indiana, yeah, same with Kim, just a day.
2: And in New Hampshire, my governor is digging his heels in. There is no shelter in place. He okay. did an emergency press conference yesterday okay. to... Uh, tell of a new action plan, and that plan is that you are no longer allowed to use reusable bags in the grocery store. You must use single-use bags that came from the grocery store. That's going to cut down on the coronavirus. So he's digging in. He, I think, is waiting until the very last minute that's necessary, but Massachusetts just did it. And we get, I mean, a lot of people just come up here and they're at our beaches this weekend. Like it's all mass people coming up shopping in our stores, so everything's open, and it's just a matter of our people going to it. Because still, there's definitely less people out and about, but we're not a shelter in place, live free or die.
3: Wow, man! <laughs> Did you watch the Tiger King last night? <laughs> 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 I watched. I it had on to my bring up ways. the Tiger King at least hey, once. Gloria,
0: on we I'm want these sorry.
2: episodes to be timeless. Okay, we don't want people to know when these are happening. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: that's how we'll mark those moments in time when I binge-watched Netflix for four days I mean, for the first time in You're an anti-TV
0: guy, yeah.
2: Big that's... anti-TV guy. That's why I get all the anxiety from watching so much TV now.
0: Well, I, that's why I couldn't finish The Tiger King. I, it was one episode in. I was like, I can't handle these pets. Like, nothing good is going to happen to these tigers. Like, I just couldn't riding the elephants. I just didn't like any of it. Oh, and yeah. I'm not, like, even, like, I like people. I'm not, like, all just about the animals. I, I don't
2: like I did not like that show <laughs> you, you wouldn't have liked these people Dylan these not people at all. were the worst oh, yeah. they're like bottom dwellers you yeah. know I
0: don't like the true crime I don't like the I just don't when I watch TV give me some sci-fi give me some fantasy I want to I want to lose myself give me the expanse I don't well I, don't I
1: didn't mean magical. to put us on a tangent here Dylan but you know I just brought it up because of New Hampshire being kind of rebellious in their their stance live free or die but um yeah, it's it, I find it really interesting that people are flocking to New Hampshire from the states that are shelter in place. So
2: Is this true? Yeah, the beaches were packed this weekend.
0: Oh oh right, the beaches, right. Yeah. Like they're so what coming they, and open your float
2: center, buddy.
3: That's crazy. It's well, crazy. That's-
2: but yeah, that's another story.
3: <laughs> I will say, like the idea of shelter in place and like what essential businesses are uh-huh. is mind-boggling. Right. One of my uh, one of my guests was complaining about the fact that she's still having to go to work, and she works at a dry cleaner what's up with the dry cleaners yeah. and dry that cleaners bloody? have deemed themselves essential. And I'm like, you know, we could probably easily make a case for keeping our float centers. And, right. and for me, especially with the halo therapy for the salt cave, we can easily make some, you know, pleas to stay open, but mm-hmm. I, I'm in it like social responsibility. We were one of the right. first to close. There were only a couple places in town that had closed down and um, we wanted to lead the way, like encourage people stay home. This is, oh it's so crazy yeah it's crazy
0: with sandra being a nurse and with our neighbor a couple houses down her and her husband on the last episode we got to hear from her um dealing with covid19 cases or potential cases like we were very much of the, the idea of let's get ahead of this let's shut down early um and you know here's a question to you guys what do you what and i I'm worried, I don't want this to go towards political, which by nature, this kind of will be, because we're talking about things like federal relief, federal relief, excuse me. Um, But uh, did you expect there to be more support? Did you know that you were going in this, like, I, I better have been saving money and been, you know, this is on me, I'm making a conscientious choice, and this is on me. What are your thoughts and what were your expectations versus the reality?
1: The reality of what's being presented as a
0: stimulus package, or which of course will be out of date, you know, very quickly um, because it hasn't been approved just yet. But yeah, stimulus package, which now we know um, a decent number of facts on what should be in there if it's approved.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, as far as my situation, you know, I'm very apprehensive to take on additional debt in my businesses. So if I'm concerned about that, I know a lot of people should be concerned about that. Um, uh, but the, these, from what I understand, they will be very long um, very low interest loans. And so they may be very beneficial to people. Um, you know, not being political at all. I was not surprised that it took five days to, you know, get, get it from a to C, right. It's right. not to Z yet, but, right. um, because it was a a first pass, and you know it's not going to be completely agreeable to both sides. But um, I'm glad that they came to a resolution today. I'm very interested to understand how it impacts uh, you know everyone, because um, I think that's going to have a major trickle down effect. I'm also paying very close attention to the unemployment side of the house, and you know I had a conference call with. My whole team um, last Friday encouraged them all to go apply for unemployment right away. And from what I understand, there is going to be, um, you know, you don't have to let the employees go. They can stay on your payroll. You don't have to cease your employee with with them. They just are like $0, you know, zero pay. Um, That way they can keep benefits if they have them. We don't offer benefits anymore. We used to, but we don't now. Um, yeah, I'm just curious to see how that's going to go and how fast my employees are able to get those checks. I haven't heard that any of them have yet, so I think it's going to take a little while. So I don't know if that answers your question, but, you know, I'm paying attention to this obsessively, obsessively. Right. Kim?
3: <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I'm I'm watching. Um, I'm always disgusted by the way that politics work, oh, honestly. Sure. And and, you know, one nothing bill about that. Right. Nothing <laughs> nothing at all. But you know, yes. one bill and let's try to cram everything we can in there and sneak it past people. And I think that's what causes so much divide because so many people will see oh, Democrats didn't approve this. They rejected the stimulus stimulus package. Well, that's because there was a whole bunch of junk in there. And then Republicans uh, rejected it because of this. And it's because Democrats did the same crap. And, you know, that's the part that just really, really frustrates me about the whole process, you know. So I'm watching it. But, like, as far as how I prepared whenever I made that decision to close the center, it was really, I just have trust, you know, trust in the universe that we – We banked, you know, every bit of profit that we could in that first 18 months that we were open. We've run really, really lean. We have one part-timer who is paid. And then, you know, we have a a volunteer exchange program that um, for one other person who is honestly very rarely ever there. But um, we intentionally ran really, really lean so that we could be prepared for something. And um, the crazy part is we were just getting ready to try to start the search and start to hire a full-time employee. And I'm so thankful that we didn't progress any further than we did because had we done that, we would be having a totally different conversation, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but right now, you know, we're still paying our part-timer, um, his, you know, average salary. Um, oh, and yeah. He, yeah. And you know, I mean, that's, We can, and so that's we're lucky for that. You know, we worked really, really hard to be able to say that. I don't know, you know, if this goes into months and months and months, then obviously we're going to revisit that. (laughs) Um, because our income has plummeted, and so you know, what's coming into the center right now is right. I love members, thank goodness we have members, they're keeping us afloat. Um, but that's you know. We're we're hoping. It's weird. I think what gives me comfort is the fact that we're all in this together, as people, as businesses, as a region, as a country, like you know, as a globe. Like we're all in this together, and so there's something that I obviously despise. I wish we weren't, but I also know that like we have to make it through it together somehow. There's got to be stuff that's done to help us all out.
0: And, and I think what you're describing is also that every, each individual has empathy for other people right now because we're all in this together. Um, and whether somebody's employed, they have empathy for people who are unemployed. Unemployed people have empathy for people, for small businesses, etc. Yeah. Like there's just a lot of empathy going around right now amongst Absolutely. the individuals. Drew, you were trying to jump on the mic there.
2: Yeah, I, I think there's a, a mixture of um, in my opinion, both a little bit of self responsibility as far as having a little bit of a cushion to get through some tough times, mm-hmm. right? That's something that I think is like business 101. And short of having just opened and trying to pay that stuff off, if you were, especially in the float business, because I think it's all well known, like it's not a huge money maker, but if you're like living like a king <laughs> as a float center owner and now here's the rainy day, but you have uh, some awesome sheets to sleep on, uh, you know, <laughs> that's on you, right? right. So um, I do think that it's times like this that are going to separate people with uh higher business acumen from others and how mm. people develop their business from the beginning and how uh, much of a risk that everybody took. You're going to see here because you know, my personal I'm in the high
1: risk category.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And, and you're not the only one, right? Like there's a lot of people that, especially in the float world, it's very easy to start off with a huge investment into opening a float center. And if you did that recently, yeah, you're probably in trouble right now, right? You're worrying. So my, Without getting political, I think there's a lot of confusion, I think there's a lot of unknown and there's a lot of mixed messages because I'm in a community where not everything is shut down, we live very close to other states, so some states are doing their own thing and in 20 minutes I can be in three different states, you know what I mean? It's like there's no cohesiveness, so when you're when most of the people are staying at home, do you have a business? still open? Is yours necessary? Like, Why not I wish they would just say, shut it down, we're going to help you. And that's not like the definitive thing that's happening or that's not the message that I'm getting, especially not in New Hampshire. And Gloria, like you, I don't want to take... I don't have... I don't have any loans right now, right? I don't want to take on loans. I have um, debts, but they're not loans. And now I'm looking at having to take out a loan. For me depending on how this all works and I'm petrified that I didn't fill this thing out properly, that like, at least you were able
1: to fill it out.
2: Well, no, I'm not done. I have yeah, been working on it enough. for a yeah, week and I'm yeah. not fully done. Right. I'm, but the system has
1: been down for yep. at least 24 hours right now.
2: Problematic. Yeah. yeah. And, um, so for me, because I do own the unit that I'm in, I have collateral and I could potentially like, depending on how much they give me, I could lump in everything into a, a much better position than I'm in now. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how this is working. Um, right? Like, I don't know what's going on. And I think that's what I keep trying to reinforce in myself, to be patient. Everyone is in trouble right now. They have to do something. And if they don't, then I will lead the charge of revolting because we. everybody needs help. So it might be a little naive of me, but this is the time for our government to step up, help us out, Let's see what happens. They're doing the best they can. We can't expect miracles because nobody has been through this before. We're all doing this blind. And I think it's a little unfair to expect quick, decisive, helpful things to come out immediately from Washington to my little community in Londonderry, New Hampshire. I'm trying to be patient, trying to give them time. And that's easier said than done because my anxiety is through the roof. But these guys don't know what they're doing. You know it's it all goes uphill and it gets to the pre- no one knows what they're doing they're trying to figure it out and I'm, I'm hoping they do, and if they don't, we got bigger problems, and there's gonna be some serious issues, right?
1: I did hear, and this might be a rumor I can't remember what channel I was flipping through. It might have been cNBC that's the one I watched the most, but um, <clears throat> I heard that there's going to be a grant. For people who have employees. So let's say you have $30,000 a month in payroll. Um, You can get like up to 250% of that average monthly payroll in a grant type of uh, advance. So, and that would be used not just for payroll, but other fixed expenses. So I'm curious to see if that comes out because that will be a huge Thing for so many people who have teams, yeah. right? Um, if I could, if I could get that, that would be you know a, a huge relief. But for me, you know, of course, I've tried to run as lean as I've as I can in this growth mode that I've been in. Mm. And you know, I literally just took over that float center, the fourth one. It right. it was March first, basically. Jeez. So that's that lease was signed and. It's, it's a very scary position to be in. And,
0: <laughs> and and I think you're speaking to a lot of people who just opened their float center. You know? Yeah, or right. we're about right. to
1: open them, right? right? Like I feel for those guys so it's much. Scary. I also
0: think in, in the same kind of uh, Venn diagram, there are people on the opposite side who are close to shuddering. You know, they're in the yeah. can I do this or not mode? And then this happens like, holy shit.
1: Yeah, Damn, yeah. what a
0: tough time. Yeah. Um, that's that's really interesting. I didn't know about that. So that's, I like part of. I'm hoping to, it's true. Right. Exa- I, I want to hold back on that kind of stuff. Like it's it, yeah. like what you've said is fine, but just because everything changes every single day. Right. Right. Um, I'm like nervous to put information out there. Um, I I went through some weird stuff where I, um, whew man, have I been going through some stuff? Uh, I was dealing with it for a while at the beginning, and I I've, I feel like I found peace, but. Um, I thought the people who would make the quote-unquote sacrifice, you know, people, employees laid laid off, um, businesses that choosing to shut down or that were forced to shut down by shelter-in-place would be taken care of. And I had this really difficult processing of, okay, my landlord gets their rent, everybody above them, everything's fine. The only people that have to take out a loan, and the loans I were seeing were like, three point something percent um on on a good day like we still have to we make the sacrifice and then we have to pay the money back also i was like yeah the hell is this the world that we live in
1: especially what if it's a 30-year loan and you're paying for it 20 years after your float center's closed oh right yeah totally right who who, yes yes gloria yeah
3: It's painful. And, you know, I mean, that's the sad truth is there will definitely be some folks who aren't able to recover. Mm -hmm. Um, Right. That's the scary thing
2: about the loans. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: Yeah.
2: So if I may, I think it's important to recognize that it's complete bullshit. People shouldn't, especially when there's messages about stay at home and they're encouraging you to shut down, even though they're not, quote unquote, telling you to shut down. Mm -hmm. And then they're going to turn around and lend you money at a 3.75 percent, whatever interest rate rate. But it's all we got. And yeah. Yeah, exactly. that's how I've kind of <laughs> right. looked at it. It is absolutely yeah. BS. How long can
0: you be upset about that? Right. you just have to go, okay. It is, is what it is. is. This is how you know?
2: it is. Yeah. yeah exactly. that's- well,
3: there, is, there is another program available um, for Beautiful. folks who obviously,
2: Ooh. folks
3: who don't, <laughs> um, <laughs> th- there's another program available for folks who don't qualify for unemployment. Um The uh, disaster recovery program for self-employed and um, contractors, like that program is out there. Um, And, you know, of course there's some stipulations that require you can't be eligible for traditional unemployment. You can't do this, 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 and this. But if you go to the disaster recovery website versus unemployment, you can find some resources that are there. Um, so that's something that, you know, we're kind of keeping in our back pocket, especially if my consulting work um, isn't able to pick back up with all of my clients are closed now. And so it's like, ah, and it's it's a mixed bag. So I'm watching it, you know, from that perspective um, to see if we have to take some action on on that side. But that's something that as owners... You're not eligible for unemployment. Um, As owners, you might be eligible for the disaster recovery program, though.
0: Well, oh, man. And and this is part of why I'm like, we shouldn't be talking about this too much because um, what you describe sounds to me more like, I don't know, like a fitness coach, something like that, whereas a business owner or like in our case, an S-corp, I don't think I am eligible for that. But I think there is a chance I am eligible for unemployment because I do have to hammer myself a paycheck every couple of weeks, you know? Some, some minimum amount a month.
3: There's so many layers of complexity to it all.
0: We're going to find so, out, man.
3: Where yeah. did you say that was? Uh, Kim, is that on the SBA disaster? I will. Um, it's under disasterassistance.gov. Okay. Um, and uh, we can drop that link in the show notes. Yeah. Okay. I pulled. There's a couple of different pages, but I found one that had a little bit more actual information that was helpful, um, where one was I don't know, gibberish. (laughs) Well, I do
1: love to see all these resources out there. You know, people are Zooming, Skyping, Google Hangouting. Um, Everywhere you look, there's some type of small business education going on. But, you know, there is a lot of unknown, to your point um, earlier, that it, it almost is better to wait a week or so and see what actually is out there in concrete. Cause here I've got my, my mind on this rumor that there's this grant for, you know, matching your payroll basically up to 250%. And if that doesn't happen, I'm going to be highly disappointed. Exactly. That, that would be, there's, that's basically free money, right? Right.
3: Yeah. So what are you guys doing? Like while we're mm-hmm. in this place, obviously trying to find figure out the financial piece of it. Um, but what are you, what are you doing? Are you taking care of the center, doing some maintenance work?
1: I'm doing a lot of books, a lot of accounting stuff myself, um, and just a lot of that, um, trying to have meetings with various people, and um, yeah, it's just been kind of the back of the house day-to-day stuff, and researching this stuff for the employees and
2: whatnot. I uh, have spent a couple of days on the couch, binge-watching Netflix and different things, and not really sure how the time passes and all of a sudden it's finally time for me to go to bed and I'm excited <laughs> that the day is over I get to go to bed. You me up. That, that, that definitely happened oh. a couple of days. And then on day like three <laughs> and four of sitting there doing nothing um, <laughs> it really started to get to me and I got a lot of anxiety and wow. um, I did a couple projects at the float center. I really kind of checked out of the float center so I like went away and just wasn't in the mood to deal with doing stuff. I'm definitely, I think going through a depression slash funk of not wanting to Mm -hmm. deal with the negativity that is surrounding what was such a positive thing in my life. And it's a little easier to just shut off and, uh, check out of that. Um, so I have, luckily I have someone who does all my social media, so I'm checked out from that. I don't have to deal with that. And, um, I'm kind of responding to emails and, and phone calls and trying to find busy work. I was able to, luckily I, I have a cousin that owns a business. I was able to do some work with him today and I'll probably do some of that tomorrow. But, um, I find myself trying to keep up with like the news and what, what that next SBA thing is. Dylan, same thing. I'm an, I'm an S-Corp, corp. I heard I might be able to get unemployment. I don't even know. I don't even know if I should apply for it yet. I'm, I'm just kind of waiting and seeing, I'm trying to be patient. And I think we were talking about this off here maybe, but, um, I'm looking at it as I'm on a vacation right now. And if I were to take a vacation, I would have to shut down anyway. So right now I'm on just a little vacation and I'm giving it time to play out and see what happens. And hopefully When I get back from vacation, things will be looking a little sunnier and come back to some better news. And, you know, it is what it is. Whatever we have to do to to stay afloat, no pun intended, um, you know, we'll all do, right?
0: Can I piggyback on that a little bit? Uh, First, I will say, uh, I think... um between waking up and when it's time to go to bed as a uh, person without kids and a person with kids <laughs> might be somewhat different. A uh, little bit. time may pass bit. differently for you. <laughs> oh my God. Oh yeah. my God. It is a lot of family time. But anyway, um, with, with that uh, kind of sarcasm out of the way, a lot of what I've been finding is also this was a chance to have a vacation and reconnect with my wife and my kids in a way that we haven't been able to have for over eight years now, and to just not right now. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: oh.
3: not that kind of connect.
1: Okay, just wanted to make
0: sure <laughs> we're,
3: we're saving that episode for a couple of weeks from now. <laughs> that's,
2: bonus.
0: that's the Patreon only episode.
3: <laughs> bow wow wow. Uh,
0: yeah, with two kids at home all the time, that's our number one yeah activity right there. Yeah. Um, well, No, so, like, it it has been crazy to, like, not be talking about the float shop intermittently throughout the day or having a meeting about the float shop just to be able to, like, hey, that's up in the air. Uh, And and not to say every day has has not had any discussion about the float shop. That is not, that would not be true at all. In fact, there hasn't been a single day that we haven't talked about it. But way more time just with the family, just, like, uh, we were also blessed with this beautiful weather uh, as the whole like we started quarantining quarantining ourselves and flooded shutting down the float shop um so it was great to just be like outside and in the gardens and like honestly it was like wait what is our priority to the float shop like what kind of lifestyle do we want to be living it was amazing like that is the what, what did you call it? It was my favorite thing gloria it was like hashtag silver. Uh, virus oh, yeah. membrane
1: <laughs> lining, <laughs> yes, that's right. Yeah, that's uh,
0: right. Uh, it, that has been one of my favorite things about this is like by default, we just had to hit pause, we don't get to work on the next thing, we don't have to worry about the numbers, yada yada. It's all up in the air, and so all we have is each other reconnecting with our home, doing home projects, stuff like that. And it's like, wait a minute, how do we want to be living our lives? Do we want to be having eight projects all the time like we, we've we been looking at all the different jobs we have and going who is this does this benefit us is this worth the money like is there money in these projects that kind of thing and really reflecting on that so that's been a big thing um that that's been going You're on not out. a lot of netflix though drew not a lot of
2: oh yeah not yeah. a lot
0: of netflix because i got i got two kids that require a lot Uh, we can't do that. So, um, so instead we (laughs) spend time with each other and reflecting. Um, But uh, yeah, so, well, actually, does anybody else want to play off of that? Any thoughts on that?
3: Yeah. Mine's the same, like two kids at home. It is just so loud. And I'm (laughs) used to working in my office for like, you know, eight to 10 hours a day and it's super quiet, but I hear them upstairs. And then now whenever I go up, they're there and they're sweet and adorable and cute and stuff. But man, (laughs) And it's hard. You know, my five-year-old is super energetic. Um, my 11 year old is super chill. She's off by herself. Totally fine. But that means the five-year-old is kind of left to his own vices. And, um, my poor husband is like, you know, dealing with all of that right now, but he's, he's the one who's primarily at the center a lot. So for him, it's nice to have a break and he is like really actually getting to take a break and relax and rest a little bit in between kids stuff. So, um, that's, you know, nice to see. I'm, I'm still working um, and I will catch up on all of that. But like today I didn't really do a whole lot of my consulting work. I went to the center and I floated um, and then I came back and yeah. yeah. So, you know, I'm trying, we, we go every couple of days, at least to check on the place, make sure everything's good. The tanks are running fine. And we've left one tank operational just for my sanity. Um, (laughs) So I can just go hop in um, really fast and um, hop back out. So that's been, you know, nice to not have to try to insert myself into the schedule somewhere that I'm not, you know, taking a spot from somebody. So, um, I hope everybody who's listening is taking a chance to float too. Um, I know it's hard, you know, to, you're away from the center. You're not making any money from it, but go, you've got to be there anyway to check on it. Hop in the tank, you know, hop in, float, float it out.
0: I did have a weird moment of going into the shop to do a little bit of maintenance and nobody being there was just like,
3: it's oh anxiety. man, this is
0: a cool business. <laughs> yeah, the
1: anxiety—that's
0: kind of inundated throughout every. That's that's in everything. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. but it was like, oh, it's the employees that make this place a really special place to show up to. You know, um, so I hope we're all making the right choices. Because again, like Drew said earlier, I maybe we've all covered it at some point. Is that this is brand new? Like nobody in the world knows what this is like. So it was laying off our employees the right choice? um Powell's bookstore is local a local business a small business but place. one of the bigger places and they laid off everybody and their union was pissed off at them and I was like well, these are these guys are paycheck to paycheck you know the business is paycheck to paycheck like it, it's it's tough so hopefully is it's the right choice we don't have enough in the bank to you know wait for a loan to to make keep them on board I don't know sorry I I don't mean to digress too much but I just I'm feeling for my employees Um, we've been having a weekly meeting with them and it has a little bit about like, here's how to fill out unemployment and stuff like that, but it's a lot of like, let's see your pets, you know, what have you been up to show me your latest meal you've cooked, that kind of stuff. Um, so that we can just stay in touch, you know,
1: we're having an open mic night (laughs) Friday. (laughs) four o'clock the night with four o'clock in the afternoon. But um, yeah, I don't want to impose on their real social life. Although right. <laughs> I know they're at home, but um, but yeah, we're trying to do that. And I have to say, I really do love all of the stuff that's going on virtually with all of the businesses, right. That you see or families getting online and trying to stay connected. It's, it's mm. really, really cool. Mm-hmm. I thought, you know, maybe it would be fun for us to do a zoom everybody dial in type of thing with the community and see what happens what do you what do you guys think of that crazy idea as long as my daughter can crash the party at any minute absolutely absolutely. she's the star of the show right it'd be kind of fun to get everybody's fam in the uh in the action right
0: i dig it as long as we try to focus on the positivity part of
1: it I'm absolutely (laughs) no that's the only way oh it'd be like karaoke or something
3: yeah my daughter has been dying to come on the podcast and <laughs> now that now that she's actually floated several times like she she has some stuff to say All Right? she could so, be on our yeah. expert
0: floater episode okay? yeah. so- <laughs> cool.
3: i love it yeah. so what are you guys doing to stay in touch with your clients right now that's the are you are you talking right? to your guests are you yeah are you mm. keeping emails going social yes. media like what's happening
1: Yep. Social media. I've got the company that I use that took it over for me this past year. And that's a little bit touchy because it's not as personal. I've been answering all the emails that have come in. um, And then I've routed all of our phones to my cell phone now. So they used to go to each location. But now I've got a greeting that basically says we're closed. And if you want to leave a message, dial zero and it comes to me and then I'll pick up the phone. But um, yeah, that's that's basically the way. Um, I don't feel like it's enough. I, I would like to talk about what you're doing because I, I feel like you're you're really on top of that. <laughs> nice. oh. oh, you're talking to Kate? oh oh oh, oh. <laughs> oh! sorry about that.
3: <laughs> no, no, you go ahead, Dylan. Of I course, hear I'm it. kidding. I'm I to totally <laughs> you. Good. Mine's obviously all social media. And um, it's funny, like, whenever I step back from it, and I look at what I'm posting, looking at, like, what's coming up for the next few days, um, it is truly a roller coaster. Um, And so it's funny to me, because I've gotten several messages of people, you know, saying how much they love watching the stuff that I'm posting. But for me, I feel like it's all over the place. And it's because I'm all over the place. Like, One minute, I'm like, yeah. And and I think that's what's successful about it is that I'm being real. I'm sharing like, you know, some days are just hard and it's okay for it to be hard. And it's okay to feel that way. Just talk about it, you know, and that's going to help. There are days that I'm posting the good news stories. There are days that I'm posting, you know, self-help anxiety and meditation tips or um, how to stay well, how to boost your own immunity at home. Um, some days I'm just posting some silly stuff too, just to keep some spirits light. And so it is truly like all over the place. Um, because I feel like that's really where we all are. We are all over the place. Yeah. Way to to
0: meet people where they're at.
3: (laughs) It, It really is. So it's been, you know, it's been fun. I've done some little videos. I actually had time the other day, um, while Graham was watching a show um, my husband Graham not the other Graham um, but Graham was watching um, a show and you know I can sit and watch a couple of things but if it's not a show that I'm like into I just tune out and so I'm sitting there working on my phone or whatever so I grabbed my laptop and just created a little it's an animated cartoon of our family um, in a typical day the house is a wreck and um It's it pops up like halfway through and says it's 9 p.m. It's time to go change into your nighttime pajamas now, you know, and so like I'm just throwing out some fun stuff just to keep it like it's real. I was impressed by that. Love it. I love
0: that, Kim. And it it was great because it was like, oh, yeah, this is my house. Exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: And that's one of the posts that I'm probably going to be doing is just a picture of our living room and say, so show us how your house looks. <laughs> like, it is a tornado. But I think people people like people and yeah. like, you know, mm-hmm. the, the human side of things. And so I'm really trying to show that human side. Very impressive. Um,
1: yeah. So speaking of the human side, every time I have a dialogue with a client on the phone, I, get, I do get very emotional. It has come out. I think I might have talked about this briefly last week, but it's been really heavy, um, especially when people, and most people, I'd say 99.9% of the people I've talked to, they're totally understanding that we're closed. I mean, now they have to be because it's mandated, but um, we had a couple people didn't get our cancellation note and they showed up to one of our locations and, oh, man. you know, but when they, when I talk to them and I go and I explain, you know, this has been a difficult decision, I feel myself literally cracking like my frog in my throat can't speak about to break down into tears where I just can't get a word out. And I know that the customers have picked up on this and some of them have been really, I think, surprised, but so empathetic. Um, And I do think it's just real, right? I mean, they're not, first of all, they're not expecting the owner to be picking up the phone. And um, it's, it's just been a real I don't know, visceral, really raw, emotional conversation I've had with so many people.
3: It and is, I don't know if it's it good,
1: is. bad, or, or I think it's good. I,
3: I think it's good for people to remember that, like... We are all human. We're all people, and that's honestly one of the reasons I couldn't make those phone calls. Uh, Graham called everybody who yeah. was scheduled, um, and then had to do it again because we ended up extending our closure for an extra week. And um, I asked him to do it because I I get super emotional about it. I mean, I was standing there just in tears as we closed the shop down, and you know, walking out. I've I've felt that same way every time I walked in and the place is empty and I'm alone there. Like I just feel that just, there's sadness. Yeah. Um, and I still am battling feeling really guilty when I go into float. Um, I had one good float and I've had two really bad ones. Um, just because there's just a heavy guilt that, mm-hmm. um, other people aren't, aren't able to do it. I've gotten so many messages from our guests who have said, like, I cannot wait until you reopen. What day is that? Like, I want to be the first one in the tank. I need to float so badly right now. You could say, yeah, let me know what you hear. <laughs> Yeah, even their right. Guess is as good as ours. <laughs> right. But I think that's, you know, that's a good thing for people to see is, um, you know, you're we're real people behind these businesses. We're not Amazon and Walmart and the big box stores. Like, yeah. we're, we're real people and we're in this with them. You know, we're there for them and we're in it with them. Yeah. yeah. And same with
1: yeah. the employees, too. I had a breakdown on the phone Friday at the very end of our call. I, you know, just... I couldn't speak and they knew that I was all choked up and a lot of them know I'm probably uh, pre-menopausal and emotional anyway, but (laughs) I, um, I definitely feel such a connection to, you know, I don't even know all of them, but I feel like they are so important in my float 60 company because I'm not there. They are. Um, they, they, they have no idea how much I appreciate them. And
3: I just, I hope that they, I hope that they feel it. Mm -hmm. It's, that's one of those things. Um, I was, I was texting with my brother-in-law the other day and, uh, just checking in with him. He's a pilot. And so he's still flying everywhere. Um, and I just wanted to, you know, tell him like, I'm, I'm thinking about him and, uh, we were ending our chat and I just said, you know, love you. And, um, same to his girlfriend said, love you guys. And he wrote back and he was like, you know, we don't say that enough. And it's so true that like, this is a moment for us to like really reflect on what's important to really be there for each other. And to be honest about it, if anybody says that they are totally fine with all of this, I have a hard time believing that. I mean, I am... A master of social distancing, I my actual lifestyle hasn't changed a lot except that my family's around a lot more. But it's still a roller coaster. There are so many emotions and so many uncertainties and fears and things that just keep creeping in that like you just got to be real with it and let it roll, let it flow, let it change. You know, it's it, that's part of this human experience. Yeah. For sure, for I'm sure. Trying not yeah. to get too emotional. How are you about
2: feeling it? over so there, I, Drew? No, I know, I know, I know, I know. I should embrace it more It's okay. I should it's embrace okay it more. I'm for not there you to be yet. Emotional. I'm not there yet.
1: Let us see your tears. Soon. Come on. No
2: no. It's uh it's only been a week. Like, <laughs> I think you're like there. I, said, I think I'm, you're being tough. I'm looking at it like I've been on a vacation. <laughs> Once things I'm not at the like <laughs> I'm at stage like two out of five right now. And I think I'm doing good with that. Um, but, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Things are gonna change, and like all of this is so hard, so um, and it's easy to like say, stay positive, and you know what? sometimes it's good to kind of get into your sorrows for a minute, embrace those too, and I feel like I've kind of been going through that, and now I'm ready to like work it i I still kind of feel like I need to distance myself from float related things because there is, like, outside stuff that's going on mm-hmm. that needs to be focused on to include personal home stuff, right? So, um deep breath, that, like, sums it up. A big deep breath, right? I think there's a lot of um that unknown just creates that anxiety. Yeah. in the big hard. deep I'm breath. Not, sleeping, um, not being overly healthy. I'm definitely eating a lot more and...
1: Can
2: we talk about health? No, I mean I jujitsu. I don't like to run. I'm getting ready to start running. I feel like I want to punch myself in the face for even thinking like that. Like I'm not a runner. I don't do that stuff. I I don't I don't like to lift weights. Uh, I and right, what I like, I can't do. I can't get into close contact with Hmm. somebody. So.
3: It's a good time to yep. try yoga. Like every yoga studio totally. in the country and is I now did streaming, and night. so I it's a good time, time to get into yoga. Started, Shameless I plug. <laughs> awesome,
2: it felt so good to stretch my body and my core felt so tight and wound up. And I, I'm a clincher, so like my jaw, like I just clinch everything. My core clinches, I, my stomach, my, my back, and it felt good to loosen that up. And um, I, you know, I, I. Uh,
1: <laughs> I just keep
2: picturing you with your
1: foot behind your head
2: I, I, wish, I wish the very listeners flexible. could have seen put, that scene that see, I, we put, saw I earlier you're very flexible head. Drew it's uh, impressive yeah I can get gooey I call it getting gooey <laughs> I get gooey and uh, it feels really good to open up the hips Gloria and um, yes yeah it's hard to stay stay on top of your head you know it's uh, <laughs> it's hard to to do that so it's important to do that because that's the an easy thing to go is the, the being healthy. Like, it's so easy just to get sloppy real quick. And you get out of your routine and things change. Right. This, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you start
0: watching the Tiger King, then it got Oreo bag <laughs> is gone. Later, the next episode. But start drinking too, cheese, much too much whiskey. <laughs> I know, honestly, it it actually is weird. Like, I have day drink and or, you know just had a beer in the middle of the day, and it's like, oh, I'm not going for a run now. You know, um, mm-hmm. yeah. it is important to stay on those things. That the physical part is so important. It's such a big component of who we are. You got to take care of. Drew of all love people, jiu-jitsu. like I know how yeah. much you love jujitsu. I understand that feeling, and, and I know it's not going to be the same. But yeah, you gotta take care. You gotta engage
2: your body. It's no, totally, and that's why I'm thinking stuff. of like going it's not for gonna a run. Fix it I don't by any know. Stretch, I just, but it'll help. I'm so like bummed out. Like I don't, I don't know that I'm depressed. I don't like to use that word. Maybe I am, but I'm just like bummed on life right now. So I'm trying. I have to like, I'm the, I'm like I said, I'm the type. I'm yeah. all, I'm cool. Like when yeah. bad stuff happens, I need to get a little banged up and not deal with reality for a couple of days, and then I pull my bootstraps up and I get back to work and. Um, what are those stages of, like, grief? I think I think maybe we're going through that, right? Where, you, like, you get angry at things, and you get sad, and eventually time yeah. will hopefully help us kind of heal and get through all of this. Rah.
0: Well, you're, you're also That's a tiger right. in a cage right now, you know? Like, you're supposed right. to be on the savanna with, <laughs> with the so 400 true. acres, you know? And, the, and you're, you're all pent up. You don't have anywhere to put your energy. It's, I I get that. I think a lot of people are going through that. And, and Sandra and I have been talking about how like, and, and we try, it's kind of weird. We've had this thing for a long time with our relationship is one person kind of has a downtime and the other person has to rally, take care of the family or whatever, and be strong even before we had kids. And then the next day, the other person will have a the bad day and have the anxiety and the depression stuff. And that we, and the other person will rally. And we've, we kind of both try not to sink in at the same time, but Oh my God, drew like we have totally been going through these These low lows and the high highs have been great. The connection with the family stuff has been great, but also like, holy crap. Will we have a business at the end of this is, is a real big, like, will my life be completely different after this is crazy. I, I, and I know I'm not the only one. I had to take a break from float collective. There's a lot of good stuff in there. And there's also some stuff where it's just like, I I can't engage with this. I can't be a part of this. And I had to step back during this heightened time, you know? Um, So yeah, I think we're all, Go ahead Kim. so Dylan
3: like thinking about like what's next for the flow shop are you guys doing sales are you like are you doing anything to try to bring in revenue
0: um, God bless you Kim uh, <laughs> keeping us on <laughs> subject here <laughs> uh, yeah the um, you know I, I hate to bleed out of the show here because drew brought this up beforehand um, so I'll pre-agree with drew before he says it on air it feels weird um, to be asking for payments right now and it's something that sandra and i have been talking about is like how do we do a sale that benefits the community at the same time and we've been talking about it for a while um but at the same time it just feels weird like highest unemployment ever like everybody i know even if they're still employed have has been impacted by other people being unemployed it's it's affecting sales like even students are being impacted like it's just this crazy thing going on right now yeah i i don't disparage anybody who's making the choice to try to pay rent right now like by all means um but at the same time it it feels odd and yeah sure, i do you want to add on same to that thing i just
2: i feel there is a lot up show. in the air and again i i like the vacation analogy if i'm a, i don't have a lot of employees so if i were to go on a vacation for a week or two i'd have to shut down so i'm trying to look at it like that but there is a lot of unknown going on and there's a the trickle down effect think about it anything any business that relies on more than 10 people is done any eventing conferencing um staffing right like there's there there is so restaurants catering oh, right, right. there are so many people and this is going back think about it about a month now less than you know no more than 200 people then it went down to 100 then it went to 50 then it went to 10 and as that's been happening things have been being canceled. People have been getting laid off. And for me here in New Hampshire, I just felt like it, it's not the right time to ask people to support me yet. And there's a lot of unknown. There's a lot of uncertainty. And really, I don't think it's right to ask for money if I don't know if I'm getting through on the other side of this. I'm confident I am, but I don't know that that's true. I don't know that everything is going to be okay. Oh, interesting. And I don't have my head in the sand. I am knee-deep in reality that I may have to file bankruptcy and close my shop like that's on the table and I'm not the type who is oh sky is falling but I've always even in like day to day situations I'm kind of always preparing for the worst and hoping for the best but whatever my situation is I'm always kind of preparing for well if this went bad how bad would it go and that's why I've never skydived because if it went bad you die there's no coming back from that There's like a finality to that. And when it comes to trying to sell at a time of uncertainty where people don't know what's going on, I feel like, A, you might get a better result if you wait a little bit. At least for me. I'm not saying this to other people. For me, I'm thinking, let's wait a little bit. Maybe I'll get a better result when we have a little more understanding of what's going on. But also, I want to be sure that I can open back up and I can give people their money. And I'm not going to take people's money right now to pay my rent when I don't know that, okay, I take their money, I pay one month's rent. Well, what about the month after? Will, it, will I have to close down? And now I just took money from people who felt bad and I asked them for their help. I, that wouldn't sit right with me. So I'm kind of waiting to see what happens, trying to figure it out. I'm not even, we're doing like social media posts, but I'm not saying too much. Sometimes to me, sometimes less said is better. We don't always have to address every situation. There's a lot going on right now and I think people understand that. And I'm not I don't feel like I'm getting blowback from that from my from my customers. I have my people that are regulars that are checking in that are almost like that that line of customer to like friend where it's a little blurry, but largely like there's been nothing crazy going on, so I'm just kind of sitting tight. I'm not saying anything. I do feel like that time will be coming, but for me, it's just not an appropriate time to ask people to support me yet, and I don't need it, so it's easy for me to say that. But yeah, a hundred percent. Yep, sure, yep. Yeah, and but if you do that, let's it, right? say you yeah. do that right now, everybody's in a different. Well, <clears throat> what happens three weeks from now? Are you still doing the, this sale? Are you? What about four weeks from now? I'm. I'm hearing eight weeks from now. Right, like. Maybe eight weeks from now is the time for me to do it. But I'm, for me, right now isn't the time. And I just want to make sure that I'm going to have something to offer people when we come back on the other side of this. Even, even though I'm confident I, I will, I just don't feel right now is the time for me to, to do that.
0: That is a really interesting, you know, the timeline part of things of like how far out you're looking is really interesting. Um, you make a sale right now and they can't use it for four weeks, eight weeks. How long is this going? That's really interesting. And, and you also mentioned the closing part. And I, I personally don't think we can consider the fact. Well, I'm sorry. I, again, everybody's different. But I don't think if you want to be in business, you can't be gaming as if you're going to close, right? You got to be playing the game as if you're going to be open.
3: I do think though, Drew, like you made a really good point that I just want to highlight for everybody that right now is not the time to be selling your service and pushing, you know, all of these big, big, here's all the amazing stuff float can do. Like I have definitely like reeled back on every bit of that for, you know, for my stuff, for my clients. It's not the time at all for that. Like throwing in something like, oh my gosh, it's going to be such a sweet day to float when this is all over. Sure. Throw in a one liner like here and there. That's fine. But I think, you know, we have so many people right now who have been reaching out to us and um, asking, like, where can I buy a gift certificate? Can I get it online? How can I get one? How can I support you guys? Which has been yeah, really awesome really to, cool. to have that kind of support. We're in a, a small community. You know, the city of New Albany um, has 45,000 people. Um, Jeffersonville, like we have several small cities that are in that like 30 to 60,000 each range. And um, altogether it makes up a pretty substantial population, but you know, the small town itself is, is uh, small, but it's amazing because people are so supportive of local businesses. Our local restaurants, locally owned restaurants are booming right now because they had to lay off their staff though. Uh... They have skeleton crews who are running to go orders and curbside pickups. But everybody, like I see, my feed is full of people who are posting picked up food from such and such today, support local. Picked right. up from such and such, support local. And so people are really, really like into helping mm-hmm. local businesses if they still have that income. And that's the hard part, you right. know, is like we've, we're, we're contemplating launching um, a buy one, give one um, but where I'm really struggling with that is, number one, it will still be our regular price. Um, and it's not going to be a hard sell. It's not going to be a big push. I'm not running paid ads or anything like that. It's just going to be something that I throw out there um, to, to basically say, if you decide to support us right now, we're also going to donate a float or a salt cave session. But I am having such a hard time limiting Where's the line of who gets it? Is it just healthcare workers? Is it the grocery store workers, the delivery, um, you know, delivery drivers? Is it truck drivers? Is it um, every essential, quote unquote, employee who is still there are a lot working of through this? Out there, but
0: and some of them don't. Right, fall the, in the category. I don't know right. if you have to limit it, can yeah. To be honest.
3: Well, what yeah, about and letting th- the uh, guest who's
1: purchasing it donate it to whoever they want yeah. to? To like, whom? I, mean, I
3: so. yeah. But I logistically, like that how do you idea. do it? I don't know. Right, right. That's the the hard part of you know. We may have to do that and like reach out to everybody who buys a gift right. certificate and say, hey, you pick to whom this fund goes. You know, and um, but then what if I only have like two that go to truck drivers? <laughs> you know, right. it's there's so many like ah! And I know I've seen a lot of centers who are doing the buy one uh, give one to a healthcare employee, <laughs> and I think there's something really clean and neat about that. But there are a lot of other folks who are under massive amounts of stress during this whole ordeal. I have friends who are um, immunocompromised right now, and they're still being forced to go to work. And they're terrified for their lives every single day. And, you know, it's hard not to include those folks. It's also hard not to include the people who are being forced to go in, even though their job is not essential, but they're being forced to or else they lose their jobs, you know. And it's hard not to include like the people who lost their jobs. Like, where do you draw the line? I just want to give floats to everybody. But apparently I can't do that. (laughs) You you can. You you just
0: might not be in business that long. Yeah, Yeah,
3: exactly. My goal is to stay in business, to continue to give floats to people. (laughs) But, But actually,
0: you know, I take those words back. I think maybe you can do that. It might be a little mm-hmm. bit more work, a little bit more communication with your employee, mm-hmm. uh, your customers, but maybe you can actually, yeah. Um, yeah, like Gloria said, have them choose individually. I
3: don't know. Mm-hmm. I like that idea. I'm gonna, I'm gonna explore a little bit. I'm gonna hold off. You guys have definitely, you know, thrown out some things, and and there's there's been something that just didn't feel right, and that's why I haven't really pushed. Like we had it in one line of, um, you know, our our closure announcement, like, you know, don't please don't cancel your memberships. Um, and that was kind of it, but I've, I've been trying to find out like, what is the right balance here? And there are some people who really want to support local businesses who want to support us as float centers because they get so much from our services, but where do you, where do you draw that? And are we capitalizing? Cause I've definitely seen some businesses capitalizing on this situation and I don't want to be that person. Well, I, d- yeah. I don't
0: necessarily think there's wrong with wanting to pay rent, mm-hmm. right? Like I, I I'm mm-hmm. right. judgment free as far as that goes. That's totally cool. I I do stand behind you on the, um, here's why it's great to float. Like right now, like eh, let's go ahead and pump that, pump the brakes on that. Like definitely like, uh, what do I do? Float, Float Science Friday. Brakes are on that, right? Like not really important information right now. Um, but I do think that there is something about, and Drew brought this up as well, like making, trying to make money right now feels weird. It, but it's not just like, it's like trying to make the money part. It's like, I'm still falling down this steep hill or this cliff or I'm getting chased by the Jaguar, but I'm also like planning dinner and it's like, wait a minute, I need this adrenaline rush to end before I can be like, yeah, I should be planning my next meal. You know, it's just like, it's the two don't mix together right now. Terrible analogy, but I stand behind it. Um, Sorry, just well, I'm just I like real quick, nice. I'm
2: getting bombarded with it's emails. Super weird. Gloria, what about you? COVID nineteen oh, related stuff from businesses that I didn't even know I was still on their email list. Yeah, oh, God. totally. Yeah, that's too much. And that's all like it's good. Exactly. For you. I don't look at that stuff. Yes. a bunch of sales okay. and mm. it sells this, sales that. I'm like, don't ask me for anything right now, Sisyphus. Table, I don't. You're not giving ten oh, percent. Oh. Take it and go away from me. Right, like it's kind of how I feel as a consumer. So, with that, that maybe that's where it's coming from. That I have these other people telling me about their sales. Right, dude, I don't know if I'm having a paycheck next month. Don't ask me for anything. I don't care what. Give me this sale when I when I have money coming in, because then I'll buy it. Right, right, right. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Right. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: Oh my God! Get ready for for when those checks do come out. Get ready for that Facebook ad price to go up. Holy crap.
3: It's true. Well, what's crazy, my feed went pretty quiet. Like, all of a sudden last week, I didn't see a lot of sponsored ads for anything. And then all of a sudden this week, I'm seeing tons of ads for things that you can order online, all kinds of products, all about delivered directly to your doorstep, no touch. Or, you know, they're really, like, they're pushing the fact that people are sitting at home and on Facebook and they have a captive audience there. And... I, I just don't want to be in that. I,
0: and and I can't blame them. Like I, and, and sometimes it's like, I got to order a new, I'm doing some construction. Like I am, nobody's targeting me. Well, gosh, I'm sure my phone's listening to me. It'll start advertising door framing yeah. doors now. Right. But, but, but like, I don't necessarily think it's bad. I, I just think mm-hmm. it's the nature of capitalism. Mm-hmm. And, and mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think it's okay that, that, you know, if it's, that's what they're delivering, that, that's fine. This is a, it's a fine time to advertise. I, I don't feel as strongly like there should be no sales during this time. You know?
1: I think it depends on how it's done. So I, I'm, I'm so glad you brought this up, Drew, because I've been in software sales my whole life, and um, I have been almost offended by some of the emails that I've received, um, and I've snapped back at a couple. Um, now I know a lot of these are automated, and even our emails. I thought, oh my gosh, is there a way to go into Float Helm and just, you know, temporarily shut temporarily shut these off? So I've gone gone in and kind of modified, which they make it very easy to do. Love Float, love float Helm. Helm, by the way. Are you talking um, about
0: Float Yes, Where I you am. Can find out the scheduling software. Flo- <laughs> 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 we do love Float Helm on this show. Yes,
1: we do. No, it's it's really great. But I I was really offended. One in particular was a CBD company who was trying to sell me something, and I snapped back like with a reply to this woman, the poor thing. She's probably like, Wow, this fiery Italian here. Wow. Um, I'm like, Really? You're gonna really try to sell me something right now? Like, how distasteful or something like that? You know, take me off your list. I was very rude, mm-hmm. which is not my normal way, right? Normally I'm pretty, I just won't reply at all, but I snapped back a little bit. And then I too thought of that, Drew, like why would I, would have put an email out and ask for a sale right now, right? Now, what what has happened in the last few days is yes, we've had people reach out and say, can we support you? Can we buy a gift certificate? I first said, you know, just support the local restaurants because I see so much stress Mm -hmm. with them. But then at the same time, I was like, well, wait a second. They're getting all of this support. There's a lot of other businesses out right, there. I'm just going right. to put put something out there and refer people to the website. I'm not going to push mm. it, but on our website, at, at the very top, it says like our business resiliency uh, gift card uh, program. It's uh, yeah, COVID nineteen. Purchase our small business resiliency package to support us. Cool. And so I kind of put it out there like that, but I almost feel like you have to put a little disclaimer with it that basically says, Hey, we don't know what's going to happen. Right. I don't want to instill doubt in people, but do we know? We don't know. Now for me, I've got with the four locations, I'm pretty confident most of them will stay open, but maybe not all. Right. So, so maybe I can, you know, kind of move some things around and still honor those, but I'm with you, Drew. I just, I feel like we don't know and I don't feel right selling something when we don't know and I, I just I don't know, I'm very unsettled about the whole thing. One thing for sure is I'm not pushing it or putting it out in an email and promoting it. It's just to me not the right time. That's me. Just
0: adjacent for a second mention as somebody who doesn't really do C B D and has never purchased C B D directly. How many CBD emails I have received is absolutely insane. How am I on these email chains? It's
3: because this is a time of high stress and anxiety. (laughs) And CBD can help with that. Are you the one sending
1: these emails, Kim? It's me. It's me. (laughs) Kim's
3: the only one profiting off of all this. (laughs) I own all of the CBD brands (laughs) in the entire country. Yeah. No.
0: I, you know, I I find it interesting. I didn't necessarily see the the um, you know, part of me thought tonight's episode was going to be talking about how can we drive sales, how can we make money during this time, and um, it's interesting that a lot of us are like, I, in fact, I think all four of us are kind of like pump the brakes. And you probably will see a float shop, uh, either email or ad, at some point, um, you know, sooner than later because we need to pay rent. Our Gosh, our break-even numbers are way different without employees. What an interesting thing. Right. It's a
2: lot easier that to That just pay. brought up a we point. Ju- we do need I some called income, my creditors. Course. I've called but, um, maybe four or five of them, and I've <laughs> gotten uh, pauses and don't have to make payments this month. So, so that's something to consider, especially if you are worried about paying oh, wow. certain bills and you're going to yes. be in a situation where you're having to run some type of sale to pay for those bills. You can literally call them and, and tell them what's going on, and there everybody seems to be coming up with yeah. some type of plan, and Wild. I had thousands of dollars that I don't have to pay this month, okay, put off until next month, and they said we they literally most people said, we don't know what's okay. going on, you're good right now, but like you might have to call us back and deal with this again, so God, that's cool. right.
1: Yeah. You know, on that note too, I don't know if you guys follow Maximum Floats, um, those guys over there, but Matthew Smith was a, from Modern Gravity, was on a uh, webinar this past weekend and it was really good. And it was basically him talking about being lean and, you know, my action out of that webinar that Maximum Float's basically sponsored and put on for no cost. I think it's out there. You guys can go listen to it. We'll put a link to it if if it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, My takeaway was starting this past Monday, I was going to go through every single line item on my bank account and credit card statements and stop all of these ancillary subscriptions that I have. I have a ton because I too have a marketing company and have all these subscriptions to various things, softwares, plugins, you know, somebody on the call, I forgot who it was, you know, discovered that they had, they were paying two Spotify accounts on accident. Right. So you have, if you're not paying attention to those details, when you have like several accounts, it's difficult to do that. That's like the number one thing drew. And we talked about just calling people up and saying, Hey, I can't, I can't do this this month. What can you do? Nine times out of 10, they will work with you, right? Just getting out in front of it. And that brings up a question I have for you guys. Have you already talked to your landlords about delaying? Yes. Payments?
2: Yeah. Proactively? Yeah.
1: Good. Yeah. yeah.
3: My my landlord reached out to us yeah. first and um, he's giving us half off our first or half off, but that might change because we extended our closure. And then one of our loans was a smaller loan from a local foundation. They've granted us six months with no penalties. Awesome. Um, and then um, we're we're checking in on the next one. They don't have anything formalized just yet, but um, they will likely follow suit. So it's a great idea to just make yeah. those phone calls so. and just
1: start slashing anything you can slash. So
0: i've had this conversation with a few people there is no harm in picking up the phone and having a conversation about it you, you the worst they can say is no right um and yeah we ha- i think our initial conversation was 50 percent off and then the rest is baked into the rest of our lease um, and now i think it's at 100 percent off and then uh, we're, we're, honestly it's just this conversation at this point like nobody knows what's going to happen and they're open to supporting us which feels really great because the, the relationship hasn't always felt that way. And, and to that point, Dylan, uh, making
2: right those now. phone calls, that's mm-hmm. not America. a time people to minimize people. what you're right? going through. And that's the time to really kind of lay it on thick and let people know that it's a tough time. And most people seem to be understandable anyway. <laughs> yeah. That's the, that, right. the last time right. I cried. I was on the phone with be the credit emotional. card company. Be emotional.
3: Show yeah. your emotions, Drew. Is that <laughs> no, what you no, did? No, you no, were no. showing your emotions?
2: <laughs> <laughs> <They> said, Sir, said, <laughs> Stop crying. I've never heard a man cry like this before. I had a tack in my shoe. Uh, I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh,
0: let's see here. Anything else you guys want to cover? Uh, any words of wisdom for, for this downtime, honestly?
3: Just take care of yourselves. You know, we, we like do a lot of take care, taking worry. care of other people. Every little this thing is a really is good time to take care right. of yourself, too. Well,.
0: <laughs> nice. <laughs> Original words by True.
1: Nice, nice. Well, and this might be very poly- Pollyanna ish, but I really have been trying to focus on helping other people um, mm-hmm. with all the nonprofit stuff that I'm involved in. I've been right. really entrenched in that, and it just puts everything in perspective. We are going to be okay, mm-hmm. but a lot of people are not. Mm-hmm.
3: And if you guys want to hear that, I'm going to plug you here, uh, Gloria, uh, WJOB, speaking of charity, like you guys listen to her, go, go listen to the work that she's doing. It's, it's pretty amazing. It's very inspiring just to hear what's happening. Obviously a lot of it is local regional stuff. um, But if you want to hear like some, I've got goosebumps, um, but if you want to hear some good stuff that's happening in the world and people who are helping people like that's it.
1: Thank you so much. Yeah, it's definitely, Mm -hmm. um. It's something super, super important to me, and I appreciate it. I didn't even know you knew what it was. So mm-hmm. it is very regional and very in my world. But my advice, I guess, is to go out and get involved with a nonprofit somehow, whether it's making masks or making deliveries to people down the street from you that can't um, you know, go to the store. It's just a really, really positive thing to do.
0: All right, guys. I think it's time to time to put a fork in this one. Thanks to everybody who's listening. Thank you guys so much. Uh, we're with you in this. Um, I'll try to be in Float Collective a little bit more. Um, you can always direct message me. There's like a thousand different ways to DM me now. Uh, and I think uh, Facebook, Instagram, all the, all the things. Email um, dylan at floatshop.com. Of course, you can get to me that way as well. And... Uh, we're, we're all on social media. Anyway, um, thank you for listening. We're all in this together. We're going to get through this together. The world is not going to be the same after this. Um, your life is going to be different, and, and we're all going to be on the other side together, though. Uh, so, thank you for listening. Thanks to everybody who's supporting us on Patreon. Um, I'll have a pre recorded message at the beginning here, but really important to note that um, we had an awesome launch last month for our Patreon um, $15 tier. Now there's a $30 tier for video. Uh, $40 tier for athletes, for high-tier athletes. If you want to bring uh, athletes into your um, float center, the $50 tier with everything. We're saying scrap it all for right now. I don't want to ask for your money for those tiers. Um, we're only doing um, $10 and $15 tier. If you want the $10 tier for 10 images, super cool. At the $15 tier, you get everything. You get every shot I took of that $10 tier, um, You know, usually between 20 and 30 images. Um, you get all the video of that. Uh, generally, it's going to be the same model as how it's working out so far. Um, in this case, Gabrielle, beautiful woman. Um, she's I'm, This year, I'm trying to target a little bit more age demographics. Um, and so um, we're getting people who are like over 20 <laughs> is kind of the aim for this one, which means there's a lot of spread there. Um, and uh, I think she represents floating really well. She's a big fan of floating. Uh, her husband was featured last year. Week, uh, excuse me, month. Anyway, what I mean to say is uh, you'll get photos of her, video of her, and an athlete will also be featured, all for $15. Um, So if you do plan on reopening, if that's in the game plan, this is just a good time to stock up on um, all of your marketing material. So, uh, yes, thanks for supporting us on Patreon. Lower your tier. If you're at anything above 15, please drop it down to 15. Don't forget, drop it down. Um, Patreon, you know, we don't control it, so it's really hard to do things like refunds and all that stuff. So, Take care of it now. Don't forget. Drop it down uh, so that you get all the content without paying extra for it. Beyond that, thanks to Float Away. Man, you guys, thanks so much for supporting the show uh, since the very beginning. And um, they've been innovating ever since the podcast has started, uh, whether it's the float tanks, which they, I mean, literally every iteration of the float tank that they make has a new uh, motherboard you know everything about the designs are be, are evolving over time the float tank that we bought recently is completely different from the same style float tank that we had differently and in, in the guts of it you know in the fact that it has two lifts to lift up the lid two pumps uh, lifting up the lid so if one goes out the other one is still there so no matter what the tank is still running it's it's really amazing how colin in particular you know the engineer behind it is co- consistently innovating on these float tanks Uh, Floataway.com is where you want to go. Tell uh, Ginny and Colin that we sent you. They're amazing people. And, um, of course, thanks to my co-hosts so much, Gloria, Kim, Drew. Thank you so much. This has been a treat for me (laughs) to be able to see you guys and talk about the business. And, like, kind of feels like a positive, safe way to talk about it. Whereas a lot of the time right now, talking about the float shop is it feels... It takes a lot of energy right now, and this felt really good. So thank you guys so much. Bonus thanks to Kim for taking the show notes as well, and I really appreciate you, Kim. Let's see here. Beyond that, remember, as always, one of the only things we control is our attention. So please, during this time, uh, whenever you're reminded of it, whenever you think of it, decide where you want to put your attention, where you want to put your focus. It's one of the few gifts we have as human beings. We'll see you next week.